Bienvenue à tout le monde, les gens du monde. Si vous pouvez entendre ma voix, vous êtes arrivé dans un autre épisode de Brandfast avec Brandpop. Clairement, je suis pas Brandpop. Je m'appelle Cassidy Parker. It is Cassidy Parker, and Cassidy <laughs> Parker has played recurring roles on shows like Dear White People, Better Things. She also plays an excellent villain on a little film called Sauce Boys. You guys heard of that? So we might talk a little bit about that. And we also had an excellent breakfast and maybe some drinks from Tokaya in Westwood. So let's not waste any more time because we've got Cassidy Parker today on Breakfast. Pick it up. Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. I could go on a Hallmark card. <laughs> My uh, guest today. Oh, I'm going to need to hear all about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue-collar guys. Breakfast. Let me screw through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. I love a crawler. Yeah. All my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's Breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. Yes! Yes, we definitely did have drinks. It was not possibly. It was, it was not. Was we did. And there were spicy ones and non-spicy spicy, ones. Non-spicy. All types. You had a Paloma for the first time? I did. I had a passion fruit margarita not for the first time? Yeah. I like the Paloma. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, okay. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was about ready to talk about it. I was like, anytime you want to talk about margaritas, I'm here for Oh, yeah. We could have several discussions about margaritas. <laughs> Have you had more margaritas in your life or known more people named Margarita? I've definitely had more margaritas. I don't think I know. Surely had more. Yeah. Although I have known a few margaritas. I don't think I know anybody named Margarita. It always gets me confused, too, because I'm like Italian or Mexican because it's the pizza or the drink. Yeah. Yeah. Or should you have, you know, a salt rim? No? Yes. Yeah. You always should. No, I mean the person. like. Also, yes. <laughs> Excuse me, Margarita. I believe you're, you left the house without your salt rim and tahine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. The people that are like, if they don't want salt on the rim and they send it back because yeah. it has salt on it on accident yeah. or they forgot to say they didn't want salt, whatever the reason is, like, I just want to punch them in the fucking face. Starting rest right off with an F-bomb. Okay. Full disclosure, I will often order a margarita without the salt rim. But if they bring me the salt rim, I will either just like wipe it off or or just or deal with it. I don't care. This is what we should have said at the beginning of the episode. People of the world, if you ever order a margarita without salt and it comes with salt or you forgot and you didn't want it with salt, shut up. I think they have an association. I think it's called Margaritas Without Borders or something like that. Uh, I, look, I didn't make up the name. It's I didn't a either. very serious thing. I didn't either. I didn't uh, but hold on. <laughs> let me say, because I need to tell people this. Okay. If you get it with salt, there are two options. You have yeah. a straw. And if you don't drink through a straw, like someone like me, I don't. But I would drink through a straw if I didn't want salt and there was salt. And or you have fingers and or a napkin. Just wipe it off a little bit yeah, where you're going to drink. Get rid of salt. They're literally going to just put it in a new glass. Yeah, they're not going to, yeah. <laughs> right. And also, you've just disturbed everyone. Also, if you have the straw, why do you need the, why would you get the salt anyway? You're not exactly. touching the rim. Exactly. And the salt and the tahine. Tahine is pretty cool. That's like a new development with margaritas. Yeah. Not new, obviously, but new, I guess, more to me in the mainstream culture right. of margaritas. Right. I'm interested in tahine or salt. Tahine, they put on a lot of drinks. Now, don't think if you get like those, uh, 
What is it called? The one that's like a beer that has the tomato juice in it. Oh, michelada. Yeah, michelada. Don't they put like the tahine on the on that too sometimes? I think sometimes yeah. they do. But again, if they put it on there and you didn't want it. I love when somebody calls it tajin. Oh, the tajin? Oh, no. Yeah. They shouldn't be ordering it then. No. You should tell them, no, no, sir or ma'am, you do not deserve it. No, I've had a margaret before. I have it with the tajin and everything. So, yeah, thank you. We were just going to have a chat about margaritas. Yeah, we're going to, look, this is the margarita hour. Guys, I'd like to introduce right now our (laughs) brand new podcast, Tajin for Margaritas. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. In Margaritaville. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Lost shaker of salt of tahine. <laughs> Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. There's always a woman to blame. But I know. I know. It's Cassidy Parker's fault. It always is her fault. That's right. So look for that new podcast coming up soon, guys. It's going to be very interesting. Lots of very variants on margaritas. And also how margarita etiquette, margarita kit. Yeah, yeah, margarita kit. That's correct. Yeah, that's the name of your, you're writing a book on that also, right? Margarita kit? It's a short book, but it is impactful. Sintry, you gave a little, a couple of the rules already. Don't give them all away because we want them to still buy the book. Buy the book. Yeah. You have to. To be accepted by society. <laughs> That's right. You and I met, well, we have the same manager. I think we met at some kind of... Uh, Many years ago. Yeah. now. Save the pandemic. That doesn't matter in anyone's head. Yeah, name. exactly. That could have been one month. That could have been one day. It could have been five years. It could have been a hundred years ago. I never want to know. Yeah. It was back when margaritas did not have tahine. I believe if that gives that's you, that long yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. They call it I, not BC, BT before Tahine. Yeah. Yeah. I will have to verify with many, many Mexicans first, though, because I'm not going to claim to know more than they know about. Oh, tahine. no, no, no. All, look, all this stuff about Tahine, we don't actually know anything about it. No. We are just, I do know that we it's can a guess. Like, it's a nice spice. I do like Tahine. It is. I think I want it to be spicier mm. and I think I want it to be saltier. Okay. Also. Your. But then would it be something else? <laughs> Tahin, if it was spicy, like tahin times two, like tahin yeah, two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, tahin two, electric boogaloo, something like that, right? Electric boogaloo. Anyway, so yeah, mm-hmm. we met because we have the same manager and yeah. we meet at different events. We worked on Sauce Boys together. Yes, we did. I would like to talk about that because I think you're known. I know that you did a lot of dance and a lot of musical theater, and we'll talk about that later. Where, but I know you mostly doing like kind of comedy stuff. You're very funny. You got good comedy timing. Thank you. But on Sauce Boys, I mean, you got to play a villain. Yeah. And I thought you were, I mean, really, really good as a villain. Thanks. I found you like very like Bond villain-esque to me. You that know what I mean? That was the goal, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Good. We accomplished the goal. I was trying to be, I don't know if you've seen Major League. It's a baseball movie where it's like, well, there's yeah. one of those coaches. I just try to be that coach. Oh, really. I was kind of going for the same thing, too. Yeah. No, actually, I told Brian this. Brian is a creator of the movie and all, all that. Brian Galise, who's he's been on Brandfest before, yeah. I told him multiple times, I was like, I think this is my dream role. Yeah? <laughs> I think I'm good. No, I'm, I'm not good, but like good after that. I mean, I'm not all the way good, but like I would have never known how to describe my dream role, but like he like basically made it and without me knowing, without him knowing that I would like it so much and yeah. it was just so cool. It was just like a, such a cool combo of being super cool and badass and villainous, which I had never actually gotten to play before. Also, just being myself. I took a little inspo from Heath Ledger's Joker a little yeah. bit, just in the sense of that she's 
making jokes and then she's going to turn around and kill you, which sounds yeah. so cool if I could do that in real life. So it's just <laughs> being me in real life, but like in a movie so I could kill people. Nice. Well, and, you know, if I, I've talked about Sauce Boys on the show. I don't know if we've had too many shows since it's been on streaming. So I've got it on my, if you look up my Instagram, all the info's on there. We watched it on the big screen, and it looked amazing. It did there look really too. cool. We saw it at the Chinese theater. Yeah, uh, we saw it at the another screening room. Yeah, um, but the Chinese theater is an actual big screen, and I went through the festival circuit with my first film a few years ago, and had to make sure it was okay to play on big screens as well. And Brian did it all on his own, as far as I know. I'm sure he had a little help from someone, but not like a professional company right. or anything. I had a professional company do it because I was like, I have no clue how to do this, and this yeah. was also like. Five, six years ago and it looked so good it looked exa- like the thing was basically made for your phone right that is such a small screen yeah. compared to a giant screen at a movie theater right. and I just it looked exactly the same on the phone as it did on the TV in a yeah. good way yeah it looked really good yeah because you never know sometimes it could be like real kind of blurry when it gets yeah. big yeah yeah I would say the same thing it was like one of the my favorite parts I've ever got to play. Really? Yeah, because it's like the, it's like the, you know, like, it's kind of like the Danny Glover in, in the Lethal Weapon guys. Ah, I'm getting too old for this crap. You know what I mean? That, that guy yeah. that's in every, like, cop. Buddy, I'm about to retire. This is my last day. Hope nothing happens today on my last day. You that's know? Awesome. <laughs> I love that. Kind of yelling at the, the younger guys. Hey, you guys are off the case. If, you know, <laughs> come on. Did the commissioner's on my ass. The commish. <laughs> That's so cool that he made that for both of us that we enjoyed it so much. And then, so Brian, him and his spelling mistakes. It's gone a lot better. I've called him out so many times. Like literally sometimes we're texting and I'm like, go back and read that text because I I sincerely don't know what the hell you're saying. Yeah. Are you a spelling person? (laughs) Yeah. I am too. I was like, you know, spelling champion type guy. Yeah. I was in a spelling bee once in elementary school. Yeah. Like that was kind of the only thing I could do in school. Yeah. Besides sing sometimes and... Act and I even in acting class, like they made us do yoga in the morning, and I hated that. So, you didn't like yoga? I mean, well, okay, I hated yoga growing as a up. as a kid. Now, how about now? Now I enjoy it, but I do it more for strength. So I do advanced power core, whatever yoga. Okay. But I do think it's important as well to be doing stretching and stuff. And I do really. It's something I discovered probably in my thirties, but I really enjoy yoga. I haven't. I like to be in a live yoga class with an actual mm. instructor there. I have a hard time doing it just on a video. Really? So I haven't done it in a couple of years now. I think I perform better when there's other people there because, uh, you know, otherwise I'll just give up and fall down. Oh, I lost my balance. I'll really try to not lose my balance if there's other people there, you know? Like, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've known, uh, you've had a couple little recurring parts, uh, Better Things, which, guys, everyone knows, nobody's a better, bigger fan of Better Things than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love that show. I, got, I was lucky enough to do one episode of the show. You had a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. How was your experience on that? So great. I yeah. mean, it was my first TV show. Really? Yeah. And how I got my SAG card. Oh, that's a good story. It wasn't my first SAG job, but how they made they were like, you need to do You're, it You became a must join. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Um, and luckily at the time I had a big commercial going, so it, like, the, it wasn't a huge like financial burden or anything. Right. Even though it's a crazy amount of money still, no matter even if you're financially good or not. Right. 
But uh, what was I going to say? And I've talked about this before, too. But yeah, Pam, who's the creator of the show and director, I think she directs almost every episode, writes yep. almost every episode. She's a star, whatever. She's she's such a cool boss. Like, yep. she's the actual epitome of a bo- the boss that you want to have in anything, yeah. 100%, as far as, as my experience goes. It was the first time, like you said, I grew up doing theater and then went to school for theater and did theater after school and et cetera. So I've been mic'd up by a lot of people that's for sure and that was the first time ever that I was been mic'd up which is like someone puts a mic on you um so that sometimes involves literally shoving their hand all the way up the back yep. of your shirt or down your pants yeah. or whatever it is and that was the first time a woman has ever done that to me yeah um it's always been a guy and so all of her department heads are women all of her utensils and plates and things like that are eco-sustainable and then all the food that they don't use for the every day at least when I was on it at the end of the day they donate the food yeah. instead of throw it away so and I'm all about all that stuff so it was really cool and I'm sure it's even more better now I mean when I watched the fourth season I wasn't even mad I wasn't even upset that I wasn't able to be yeah. on it again not that I was expecting it or anything but I was just so blown away by how good the fourth season was I loved it so much yeah I can't yeah. wait for season five I think it's. I know. I think it might be even better, which yeah. it's hard to imagine. But also, it's been years, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Duke might be, you know, in college now. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she might. She be. was in middle school. Now she's in college. I don't know. Time is a construct. You also did a couple episodes on Dear White People, mm-hmm. which I think is an important show. I think mm. it's a really cool show. How was the audition for that? First of all. I got it at 11 p.m. for 10 a.m. the next day. Oh, wow. It was only two lines and it was like two pages. It was main, It was like the first scene that I was in. It was with Gabe. So it was only with one other person, but he had like a couple of monologues. And I just decided like it was cool because I was sitting outside the audition and I was like, I was taking a Growlings class at the time and we were focusing on point of views. And I was like, I think I'm just going to go into this audition with a point of view. And I clearly hate this person. Yeah. And I have like reasons I hate them. But, you know, when you're thinking about how much you hate them and you're like not necessarily thinking about the reasons, you're just like, God, this person. So I just went in over with like with it like that. Felt good about it. I only did it once. They were like, that was great. And I was like, cool left yeah it was it was actually this time of year a few years ago yeah it was it was just kind of regular you know like my agent was like you're pinned for this role and then she was like you booked this role actually Jess was getting married that weekend our manager so it was all my agent talking to me and then I was there and it was like honestly the first day I was on it was one of my favorite days of probably my whole life but definitely by far of working it just they were so open and open to creativity and open to trusting their actors which was huge I got to like watch a little bit in in village before so that was really cool and obviously like there's a huge stigma around like actors sitting at village or especially since like if they don't know you but I just asked because I'm okay with asking and they said yeah so I just kind of sat in the back and so I got to watch them you know I got to watch the director direct one full scene before I even worked which was super helpful because I was I just was like, oh, this is how it's working. This is the vibe. This is what they're okay with. They also told me that at the end of the day that they were like, oh, I think that you're coming back. And so that obviously made it a lot better, too. That's cool. And you didn't know ahead of time you were going to come back. uh, That wasn't expected. That's great. Same with better things, like I said. So, yeah, I just got very lucky. And then I ended up doing, I think, like four or five more days on that show. That was really, really, really cool. It was... I'm super appreciative of that experience. Something that you mentioned that I think's worth talking about, you talk about hanging out at Video Village. And, mm-hmm. you know, let me, some of the listeners, you know, if you're not 
Minervan on set, you might not know what that is. Mm-hmm. You might have seen this if you're watching a show. The producers or some other people are sitting and they're watching a bunch of TV screens sitting on chairs. That's usually just what, all together. Yeah, that's what Video Village is. And they'll sometimes they'll have notes. When you cut, they'll be like, "Oh, can you ask Cassie to do this? Or maybe we could try it this way." Mm-hmm. They'll 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 talk to the director. It is interesting because I like to hang out at Video Village, but I'll always ask if I can. Yeah. And it depends. I think it's really dependent on who the director is, mm-hmm. because one uh, the one the time that the person was really really thought it was really cool was like Ryan Murphy was like, yeah, you want to do oh, that? He cool. goes, most people don't. Most actors don't want to hang out. They want to just go back to the trail. I was like, no, I'm mm-hmm. interested in this whole mm-hmm. thing. And he said, do you want to be a director? And I was like, not really. I just mm-hmm. I just kind of want to see the you know watch the actors work. And pr- I mean, you know, maybe, yeah. but uh, that's not my intention is learning how to direct. He's yeah, like, oh, that's interesting. So it kind of depends on yeah. Who the creative person is in charge, whether they're like, they're okay with people kind of watching them, you know? Yeah, for sure. It can be dicey, but I think it's, like you just said, even if you're not interested in producing or directing or writing even anything involved at all, like I said, it was so helpful for me in that experience because it's literally just like with any job, non-entertainment related at all. Like, if you can get a sense of what the energy is, then you can much more easily fit into it in the way that they want you to. How do you expect someone to just be 100% great in everything you want them to be if they've never done anything like that before and each set is different? You know, another thing that that makes it, I guess, to me, even more helpful to watch a video village is unlike when you're doing stage stuff, when you rehearse all the time, there's often not much rehearsal you get before you start shooting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you haven't rehearsed at all Mm -hmm. uh, with your. So it's helpful to be able to watch some of the scenes around your scene to see how things are kind of playing out. Yeah. And it gets you in that mindset it gets you in the tone of the show mm-hmm. much easier because you, sometimes you could go out there and you think it's one way and then you're like oh this is being played much differently than i thought okay yeah. we're gonna adjust and even I, like i said like it's or you said i don't know grew up in theater and so just being in the atmosphere as much as possible just was always sort yep. of default for me i think i even remember being like if you want to run lines like let me know yeah. <laughs> and then i would be like can you please run these lines with me oh my yeah. god it just feels like oh to be just so not even green in the sense of experience in the industry but just green on that job feels so bad I just worked on a show last week mm-hmm. and I thought it was really cool because I was like, they said something and I was like, oh, what does that mean? And they were, they were saying something like, okay, the guy's li- library uh, read through or something. And it's like all the cast got together mm. in a circle to like read the scene before we shot. And I was like, oh, mm. this doesn't happen very often. This is cool. Okay, yeah. good. Because then, yeah. then you feel more comfortable because sometimes you get out there and you're yeah. like, I haven't said these lines out loud to yeah. other people the whole day. And then, or even just especially like, in, if it's if it's another day that you have an audition for, like if you are yeah. recurring or whatever, at least if you have the audition and then you go and do the, the job, you're like, well, clearly they liked what I did in the audition, so I'm kind of just going to do it similarly at least. If you have new material, you're like, okay, well, I guess I just have to trust myself. Right, trust your instincts and, <laughs> and they'll guide you if they want some, something different. Before we go too much further, we did have a wonderful nighttime breakfast. Yeah, and uh, is this new for you? I think it might be the first nighttime breakfast. Yeah, Welcome. of all, yeah, it was great. I like to come out in the night. Yeah, and I said, oh, I don't know if we're gonna drink. I don't. I mean, if, if I don't drink, it's not that big of a, yeah. of a deal, obviously. But we were there, and there were margaritas. Again, hashtag Margaritaville. Yeah, which is where we are right now. Marco, I don't hear you laughing. <laughs> that was a funny line. Uh, uh, he, it's not. It's just leave him alone. Everything. I think my headphones aren't working. That's okay. Okay, my headphones aren't working, Marco. I know you're laughing back there. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, are we like do you, I didn't I mean I know you I've known you for a while but yeah. I don't know you 
that 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 well. And yeah. I was like, I think he drinks. It was like all these fucking people in LA that don't drink. I'm yeah, like, can't stop be stepping on. I drink if I don't anymore. drink. If I don't drink, it's only because I'm like trying to like save calories. This has nothing to do with not drinking or save drinking. calories for yeah, Taco yeah, yeah, Bell. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Wow, how did you know that? <laughs> Do they have Look, those it? nachos Belgrande aren't going to... I have to save room for the nachos Belgrande. Thank you. I do prefer liquid calories, but I I was like, uh, are you going to have a drink? And they're like, I'll have a drink if you have a drink. And I was like, great. Yeah. Um, and then we were five margaritas in each mm-hmm. just an hour and a yeah. half later. And we had used all their tahine, so we couldn't have another sixth margarita. They're like, ma'am, there's no more tahine. And I was like, I don't even like it that much. It's fine. <laughs> I, well, I have salt. No, we, they're like, they're trying to kick us out. No, we don't have salt. I'm like, yeah, fine. No, I'm out of tahine. No, I'm out of tahine. You're not. I'm out of tahine. My tahine levels are so <laughs> low right now. <gasps> anyway. Tahine is the same as the spice from the movie Dune, where it's like, Oh. It gives you like prescient abilities if you drink enough, have enough yeah. tahine. You know, I you saw can, Dune. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It kind of look like the spice from Dune, though. It's the same color as the spice from Dune. It's got like the the orange, thinking. that orangish red spice that comes out of the sandworms. You know. Oh my god, those worms! Yeah. No, I did not like that. No, I didn't like the worm part. Ooh, I don't even like that word. And then also like to have it be a giant mechanical yeah. rolling thing. I truly, I, I think it might have to be the way that their body moves because yeah. I, I hate snakes so much. Yeah. I always say if I could pay to watch every snake burn, every every single snake in the world, if they threw it into a pit, yeah. I would pay a lot of money to just really? watch it. I, even if, like, I, I don't need to know that it happened. I need to see that it happened. Yeah. I don't have that big of a hate for anything really except for snakes and I'm okay with it I think they need to die I think sometimes the solution to some things is just they need to die not (laughs) not be murdered necessarily which this would be a murder of snakes but yeah Uh, cut to cut to five years later Mr. Pope were you not were you or were you not in an interview with Miss Parker where she said and I quote some things just need to die yeah but by natural causes yeah well this is fair enough. That's, she did say the thing about natural causes. <laughs> they need to die. I didn't say murder. By natural causes. Snakes. So we did have some food also. We had some drinks. We had some food. I had the grilled pineapple al pastor bowl. I did not have the al pastor meat. No. I had the breaded mahi mahi. Yeah, you did. Which was really tasty. It's good. Um, that was my rack. Chili dusted grilled pineapple. Did you like that? Was it warm I, pineapple or cold? I don't remember if it was which one but i remember it paired really well with the fish though you know what i mean oh good because the fish is is a little sweet yeah you know? and then this is like yeah. kind of the chili was a little tangy Ooh, it was it was really nice it was that really sounds good i did not know that i was gonna like it that much it was really good and also had like cilantro lime rice mm-hmm. so it had we love cilantro c- in cilantro yeah and special. cilantro and lime together is really good with rice that's what they put in the el pollo loco cauliflower rice El Pollo Loco has cauliflower rice. Damn, yeah. they're really stepping up their game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's when I go there now, that's what I get. I'll get like a couple pieces of chicken and the cilantro lime rice. Get it, Brent. Yep. Really trying to get out there on that health I game. I am. And it tastes, I think it tastes better than regular rice. Regular rice anyway. Yeah. Good. But also they said black beans, pickled onions, guacamole. Yeah. You had some tacos, right? I had two tacos because I had a late, late, late lunch. Weirdly, it was like didn't eat until like 4.30 or 5, which is not really like me. So I only had two tacos. And yeah, as I told you, I'd, I've been a vegetarian for 15 years. Yeah. Haven't eaten red meat for almost 20 years. Oh, wow. 
this year I went to Greece and I thought, oh, I'm going to Greece for like over two weeks. I ooh, and I'm gluten free as well. So I, it's not like I can fill up with bread in right. a different country. And so I was like, I might need to like eat a little fish and getting a little bit older. So I wanted to start eating fish for my skin. I don't think it's working. However, oh, really? Yeah, I don't really notice. Well, it's supposed to have like the natural, the oils in the, the skin. Oils. Yeah. I honestly don't notice that much of a difference, but I also don't eat fish every day or anything yeah. like that. But I have eaten a lot more fish this year than I ever have in my entire life. Mm. That's for damn sure. Or, or seafood in general. Again, I don't eat a ton, but I do love that gluten-free breaded mahi-mahi atakai. You know, if you're kind of learning about the different fish, what are the, some of the ones that you enjoy? The thing is, is I don't eat fillets of fish. Like I wouldn't okay. order salmon at a restaurant yeah. or trout or whatever. Yeah. But I, I do eat tuna. Would you like order like a, a salmon salad where the salmon is kind of chopped up in the salad or something? I haven't yet. And yeah. that doesn't feel great to me. Okay. I really only eat, I've only eaten a little bit of salmon if it's been in okay. sushi. And again, I haven't done that that often, but I mainly just eat ahi if I'm going to get something. But yeah, I had the breaded mahi-mahi Baja tacos. We did start getting a lot of, there's a, I remember the place that we go, but there's, they have this one roll where it's like salmon wrapped in cucumber. Yes. Instead of the uh, rice. It's pretty good. I lo- Okay, yeah, yes. I tasty. love when it has a cucumber ro- roll because I'm about textures. Yeah. And I love a crunch. You got the crunchiness. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else was in your tacos? You had the mahi-mahi. Was it like cabbage? It was and- cabbage. And then I think it was some sort of, I don't remember what kind of aioli, but usually when it's like a Baja taco, it yeah. will have fish, it will have cabbage, right. and it will have an aioli. Yep. And I love that combo. Let me get an aioli any day. Yeah. Yeah. You like aioli. It's kind of just a lighter version of mayo, though, right? Not lighter. It just has like, I mean, basically the base is mayonnaise yeah. of an aioli. Garlic aioli. It's basically just garlic with mayonnaise. And I love a spicy aioli, which is usually like some sort of form of either chipotle or sriracha. Yeah. With, if there's sesame oil in it, it's even better because I love sesame oil. I love an aioli. I like a nice ravioli. Is that? Mm -mm, That's not it. But I do know. Okay, so my two favorite aiolis we'll talk about. Okay. Spicy mayonnaise from any Hillstone restaurant. What are Hillstone restaurants? Hillstone is like R&D. I've worked for the company for a long time. Okay. R&D, Bandera, Gulfstream, Hillstone, Houston's. That's those restaurants. What else? The, I think it's just called Garlic Ailey. At Rocco's, which is in West Hollywood or Culver City, possibly more. They're French fries have I think it's basil and fennel like herbs actually in their fries and then they have a garlic aioli and I wouldn't mind taking a bath in that aioli I want it all over my body (laughs) that's how much in love Um, that I am wow so uh, (laughs) wow (laughs) well thank you for going to Takaya with me. Uh, Thank it was, you. It was, it was nice oh my drinks. gosh, we, so we yeah. literally closed the place, which I hate doing. We did. I'm like, sorry, but you know, we were there for two and a half hours. Yeah, we, I think we left when they were like, "Sir, could you lift your feet? I'm mopping the floor." <laughs> mopping thank right you. underneath yeah. you. We yeah. were like, "We gotta go." They're well, out of tahine. I only came here to do two things: eat tahine and kick some ass. Looks like they're out of tahine. <laughs> People listening are like, "Are they gonna stop talking about tahine?" Oh no, no, no! no. We like are gonna over. run this into the ground. <laughs> Ty Hindenburg of, uh, yeah. anyway, before we get out of here, I'm going to get three quick recommendations from Cassidy Parker. Is there a role on a movie or TV show that really inspired you that you wish you could have played? 
Yeah, I have a list for everything. There's lists for this in my phone for mm. moments like these. Because, you know, I even have a list that says, like, what do I like to do for fun? Really? Because everyone gets so nervous when they get asked Is that. one of the things uh, make lists? No, making oh, lists okay. isn't super fun. I will, crossing out things on lists. Says you. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, says me. I just said it. Look at my list. Vibes. What I do for, I literally just thought, what I do for fun, hang out with Rue, take her places. That's my dog. Oh, <laughs> That's nice. We hang out with Rue and take her places. Nice. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Okay, actually, I can't find this list right now. I have too many lists. But the first one I can think of right off the bat is Sarah Snook in uh, who plays Shiv in Succession. Yes, I was actually thinking about her on the way over here because I'm. When am I not thinking about Sarah Snook? Yeah, I don't know. Me too. Oh, good. Uh, maybe we can be in a throuple with her. I mean, I think Tress will be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you guys can be in a throuple with her, and I'll just be with her on my own. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And also, I need cousin Greg. Uh, I I was told. <laughs> I was told I would. This is a, more of a throuple type situation. I'm. I'm not used to. I'm used to kind of the more uh, one w- individual that the, the me and, a, right. and a, another person uh, t- type of dating. Is that? Uh, Dang, you're yeah. so good at that. I tried uh, to do Tom for a second. I was like, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> Tom uh, is super hard to do, man. His voice is. It's. It's. I can't do it. It's he's very, so good. It's very like kind of in your nose type voice, and it's very hard to do. I can't believe how good every single person on that show is. They are, but but Sarah Snook. That's the character I'm cheering for on Succession. Really? Yeah, I am. Sometimes it's hard because I'm like, ah, oh, why'd you she's do that? She's such an idiot. So, like, she's, sometimes she, she, she is. She just gets so into things sometimes, and she's so desperate for something. I think she's a little, things. well, all of them get a little overconfident. Of course. And then get it flipped on. But it on. comes from being desperate. It comes yeah. from their insecurity. Yeah. But I was thinking, because I would love to have played that role, but I would have never been able to do it as well as she does, nor could anyone else in the entire world. But I think I would like to introduce a new character on that show that oh, I would play. okay. And I, it, it'd be like season four or five. Like, it'd be maybe towards, like, when they're wrapping it up. But, like, still, I'd be on it for a couple seasons yeah. towards the end. I'd be the person who, like, challenges Ronan. Mm. But, but, like, I'd be basically kind of the girl that I am right now, but just much smarter and much better with words because they were already written out on a script. Okay. And I would be the one that kind of is able to sort of I don't know. Yeah. Not set him straight. Like, I, like just be able to, like, I'm the only person who really is able to kind of fuck him up in his own way, you know? Yeah. And then maybe we would get together. I don't know. I think what they need on that show is more, like, evil people messing people yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, there's not enough of that. There's not. <laughs> but the people who would actually win, you know what I mean? Because every single new person they introduce always gets taken down yeah. somehow. Yeah. Still. And I'm like, ooh, I want to be, like, the person that really just whips him into shape. I think I'd like somehow. to be a guy that comes in as, a like, an official judge for Boar on the Floor. Like, I'm like, I I know. Excuse me, guys. If you do Boar on the Floor, I'm an official judge. I know all the always, rules. Every time. That is not an official uh, hot dog that you're throwing on. <laughs> Sausage you're throwing on the ground for everyone to eat. Uh, you're supposed to be in your corner, sir, and you're supposed to be sitting on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like people weren't following the rules in the Boar on the Floor episode. If you guys haven't seen Succession, that's a pretty yeah. good episode. Of course. Um, of course it's Boar on the Floor Judge. That's me. Well, let me ask you this. Is there a particular, like, you do a lot of comedy, too, mm-hmm. a particular comedian that you're, like, really inspired by? Yeah. I mean, of course, Chelsea Handler. Mm. I have read all of her books growing up. I watched her on Chelsea Lately growing up. I've watched all the things. I've listened to audiobooks. I've read all of her books. I listened to every episode of her podcast. I haven't seen her live, but I've seen, like, any special that she's done um, that's been on Netflix or HBO. I took Groundlings with Fortune 
Asian Feimster. Oh, uh, really? Writers and done. Uh, used to sub in on one of her groups that she was in. Cool. There was a group with her and Tony Cavallero and Josh McDermott were on this one. Oh, I mean, this, cool. That's the big names that came out of the group. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, uh, awesome. Robert Downey Jr. Jr., that was the name of the group. Because <laughs> uh, Richard Feliciano kind of ran the group and he uh, he kind of looks like Robert Downey Jr. So they call him Robert really? Downey Jr. Jr. LOL. <laughs> Which is pretty great. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, no, I think she's super great. I would do anything to work for her in any capacity and be her friend and just be involved in her life somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Uh, Chelsea, are you online too? Chelsea, are you there? It's me, Cassidy. No. Um, the only thing that we wouldn't agree on is vodka and gin. I mean, actually, I don't know her stance on gin, but she's obsessed with vodka, of course, and that's her drink of choice, and mine is gin. In general, I do not like gin, but mm-hmm. I love a good Negroni, which is a gin-based drink. Negroni yeah. is one of my favorite drinks now. Yeah. I feel as though the main taste in Negronis is the Campari and sweet vermouth, though, not the gin. So that might and that, be the solution to your And ear. that orange, if it's a nice yeah, place, that little orange slice, you'll have that little Twist, essence yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. You'll taste that. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite cocktails is a good uh, Negroni. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite is uh, a bad Negroni is really bad. <laughs> oh, it's, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not huge into Campari or Sweet Vermouth, so I don't drink Negronis, but yeah. I drink dirty martinis. Mm-hmm. But gin or um, I, my drink of choice used to be just gin and a little St. Germain. I just had my first dirty martini, like, Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Was I it just, good? It was okay. With vodka or gin? With gin. Well, you probably need it with vodka then, even okay. though that's not like the classic way to do it. But yeah. if you don't like gin, I wouldn't. No, it was just, it was okay. I, I didn't excite me. It tasted okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like I could drink it. The thing it. is, is like somehow, even though a, a martini is just the most basic ingredients, yeah. it is the way that you shake it, and it's particularly the ice. And it is the particular brand of olives slash olive juice yeah. that matter a lot. Because if it's like a weird tasting olive juice, yeah. it's not going to be good. See, in this place I had it, that was the same place I had a weird Negroni too. So maybe it's just like oh. a casino in Vegas. <laughs> One of the, I won't name it, the le- one of the lesser casinos in Las Vegas. That's probably not the place to get a, a dirty martini. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't judge it. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll or try one at, at Bordner's in you know Los Angeles or someplace like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I do think the the olives that is a very attractive part. Again, the, and yeah. I swear to you, it's the ice because like if I even make it at home, my ice doesn't. You want the ice to really sort of crush apart a little bit when you're shaking okay. it. So that it gets, you know. So the kind they might have at a bar is more like now the kind you might have at your house is not probably what you probably want. Probably not. The hmm. ice I found at home is too frozen. Yeah. So it's too hard. Okay. So you want, like, at least in most people's preference, including mine, yeah. I want ice chips on the top of it. And if I do it at home, I don't ever get any of those. This one I had had chocolate chips on the top of it. Is that? That's probably why it was just okay. Butterscotch, not semi-sweet. Oh, it was butterscotch. Butterscotch chips on top it of it. Just yes. keep, keeps getting better. Well, thank you for those, uh, you know, recommendations on the inspiring I things always to have you. To drink yeah. Recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like Chelsea Handler, and then I just start talking about dirty martinis. Oh god! Breakfast episode drinks. We should have just done drinks. That would have been hilarious. But like we didn't even eat anything. Right. I thought at one point I was like maybe we're not going to eat anything, and that's cool. We'll just talk about these drinks. That would have been fine. We still did talk about them for too exactly. long anyway. <laughs> well, guys, if you want to get more breakfast stuff, such as pics of Cassidy Parker and I enjoying our 
Brentfist from Takaya and Westwood. Go to my website, brentpope.com. You can listen to all the Brentfist episodes there. You can see clips from all my TV appearances and the official Brentfist store with a bunch of fun stuff, shirts, mugs, stickers, masks, Cassidy Parker's drink catalog <laughs> uh, with tabs for all the major types of drinks. Perfect for the holidays, guys. People of Earth, do yourself a favor by picking up something from the Brentfist store. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Brentfist and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Brentfist is being enjoyed all over the United States in an 48 other countries, so close to 50. And trust me, my breakfast burrito brigade, we are just getting started. El Salvador is the latest. So everyone have a nice pupusa inspired by the food from El Salvador. Pupusas are really good. Have you had them? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I love them. Uh, special thanks to my editor, the one and only Rosemary Brown for all the breakfast slices and Dyson. Much preach. Big ups also to my studio engineer, Marco Leon, for making me sound so good mm-hmm. and laughing at my jokes. Cassidy Parker, <laughs> what is next for you and where can we find you on social media? My social media is Classity, C-L-A-S-S-C-I-T-Y. You can see me there. <laughs> and nice. also, I think we're doing another Sauce Boys type of thing. Oh, we are. We're working on a project. Hit up Brian Galise. He can tell you. If he's not being knocked down really fast on Westworld. Really? Uh, the fastest. The fastest ever. Cassie Parker, thank you so much for coming in. This was fun. This was insanity, and I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. Chaos is my MO, I think. Nice. <laughs> it was so fun. Thank you. <laughs> and with that, we put another Cadillac Margarita Tahine Spicy Margarita Double Margarita episode of Breakfast Ramp Hope in the old co bag. See ya. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.